tonight on 60 Minutes. I think the reason why I started off with that intro of 60 Minutes, because it reminds me on Sundays when I was growing up, my dad used to watch 60 Minutes. And if you're, if you're over the age of 45, you know what show I'm talking about. And they used to have this guy that would come on at the end named Andy Rooney, who would have like this editorial or whatever. And you could not make a sound when 60 Minutes was on. So that was like my little salute. You know, this is 60 Minutes. Well, no, it's not. You're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Um, you know, it's silliness, seriousness, and of course, the news crews. This one, I have to get out of the way first. Because again, I'm dumbfounded on, <laughs> I guess, is the word brazen or just, I don't even know at this point. Okay, listen to this headline. Okay, first of all, if you're familiar with St. Louis, there's a place called the St. Louis City Justice Center, which is basically a glorified name for a jail. Holds about 800 people. It's in downtown St. Louis. It's downtown in the Lou. Um, let's see. It's like a, it's around like um, uh, 200 South Tucker. If you've ever been down there. Listen to this. 3.30 in the morning last week. I want to say it was Wednesday. Wednesday or Thursday. This guy gets carjacked. An employee of this of the you know of the probably correctional officer i don't know gets carjacked in front of the jail or the st louis city justice center depending on how you paraphrase it one of the hijack hijackers fuck like we need that in our fucking world right now one of the carjackers that was arrested is 12 years old 12 years old carjacking somebody that works for, the, obviously, the city in front of the jail. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, the guy had a silver Nissan Altima, 3.15 in the morning. It happened on Thursday. This is past Thursday. Investigators say a 12-year-old suspect was arrested following a foot chase. He was conveyed to the juvenile family court. Two other suspects reportedly ran off and have not been located. Now, trust me, this 12-year-old, if you scare the fuck out of him enough, he's going to rat on the other two. But then you have to say, wait a minute, man, 3.30 in the morning, your 12-year-old kid is out there carjacking folks? Oh, but he was a good boy. You probably had no idea he was out. So I will keep updated on this story. We'll see if he rats the other two out because I'll tell you one thing. If I was 12, first of all, if I was 12, I wouldn't even think about doing shit like that because my dad would beat the fuck out of me five ways from Saturday. 12 years old, man. He's conveyed to juvenile family court. And I hope they don't do this shit. We're like, well, we're going to release him into the custody of his parents. Well, that shit doesn't work, obviously. So 12 years old, man, I just had to get that out of the way. You know, I try to do some serious, try to do some silliness because you just have to think, man, could you imagine though, if you're getting off work or whatever, and you got these little punk ass kids pulling a gun on you and taking your ride. No, man, come on, man. 12 years old. The gun, they said they don't believe one of the three suspects. They don't believe he was the one. You know, of course, he's going to he's not going to admit it, even if he wants. It doesn't matter. It's wrong all the way around the board. 360, it's wrong. And I just don't understand why this stuff happens. So there's my seriousness. I'll try to keep it a little bit more lighthearted. All right. So I'm not going to play Taylor Swift like I did last time. But I might play a Stain song and Godsmack song since they were in Indianapolis on Saturday. So let me find something entertaining from one of those two bands. And we'll be back right after this. And you're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Welcome aboard. 
It's hard to believe that Break the Cycle came out in 2001, 22 fucking years ago, man. I remember I was working on X103 and Stain played a bunch of our Maydays and X-Fest and shit like that. And let me tell you something, that those guys fucking rock. And even Aaron Lewis's country stuff that he does solo is good as well. And that song, those songs like that, Mud Shovel, Right Here Waiting, those songs like stand the test of time. Okay, you don't see you don't see him on TMZ. You don't see any scandal. I mean, the guy loves his weed, obviously. Who doesn't? And he goes about his merry way, unlike Lizzo. So Lizzo's getting sued. I'm sure people have seen this in the news. I got some of the details from the lawsuit via TMZ, and it's interesting because she's accused of doing a bunch of stuff from former dancers that got fired. So three chicks that said they were on the road with. Lizzo in Amsterdam and back in February. So she invited them for a night out. Okay, you know, you're on tour, you're taking a break. Maybe you got you got some downtime. So everybody that's ever been to Amsterdam knows that they got like sex theaters, sex shops, clubs, pots legal, nudity is full on display. It's it's a fucking it's a cesspool in Amsterdam. <laughs> oh boy. But here's what they're accused of. Here's what Lizzo's accused of. So She began inviting cast members to take turns touching the nude performers, catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas, and eating bananas protruding from the performers' vaginas, according to the lawsuit. According to the court documents, not only did Lizzo allegedly coerce cast members to touch and engage with nude performers, but she also purportedly deceived dancers into attending a second show. Uh, Former dancers are suing for general and special damages, as well as punitive damages and attorney's fees. Wow. And you hear about crazy stuff happening on the road. You know, rock bands, people, you know, you hear about the drugs, sex, drugs, rock and roll, whatever. This is like a whole different level of shit. She's also accused of like, you know, fat shaming some of her people, and which is kind of bizarre to me because, you know, Lizzo's obviously not thin. You know, body shaming, all kinds of stuff. So we'll see what happens. She was originally uh, a candidate for the Super Bowl, and now that's been dropped. So that's not going to happen. So we'll see what happens with this lawsuit. We'll see. We'll see if she gets canceled, or if if the charges prove to even be true. They might not be. Might be a bunch of bullshit. Might be some people that are that are just fucking you know that are just um, salty because they got fired because they weren't performing. I don't know. But I mean, it sounds like a fun time. I mean, if you're in that kind of stuff, you know, <laughs> catching dildos and, and bananas, you know, uh, shot out of a woman's hoo ha. I guess in Amsterdam. When in Amsterdam, do what the Amsterdam people do, I guess. But not if you're a dancer for Lizzo, because obviously it's going to cost. We'll see what happens. All right, let's continue to cruise the news. Let's go. All right, boys and girls, I promise to God I am not making up this next story, but it's one of those ones you literally, your mind's going to be blown. Well, I, I thought it was fake, but then I also like, you know, like looked up the headline to make sure it... <laughs> You know, couples break up, right? Boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever. And a lot of times there's always like those arguments about what was her, what was hers, what was his, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, there's always like that debate on who bought what. You know how that goes. It could be it could be drawn out sometimes. Sometimes it's just really, really simple. And sometimes it's just as easy as returning a jar that's got testicles in it. <laughs> 
A transgender Michigan woman has demanded that her ex-boyfriend return her surgically removed testicles, which she claims he is keeping in a refrigerated jar. A woman by the name uh, Brianna Kingsley, 40 of Pontiac, filed an affidavit claiming her ex, William Wachowski, age 37, quote, retains possession of my surgically extracted testicles preserved in a mason jar kept in the fridge next to the eggs. (laughs) According to the Detroit News, Uh, quote, demand immediate return of my human remains specimen and damages of $6,500 adds the handwritten claim filed last week and Pontiac's 50th district court where the amount is the maximum allowed in the small claims division. So Kingsley appeared to poke fun at her missing gonads in a TikTok video last year titled the unboxing of these nuts. So it's hard to say what's going on. Uh, you know, she obviously, you know, went on, you know, went on record to say that they were removed, but now her ex-boyfriend will not give them back. She's been harassing him back and forth. Could you imagine that when this came across the judge's desk or came across the court system that you're suing because you want to get a jar that houses your testicles back? <laughs>
You're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Connect with the podcast on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The username, all one word, the Alex B. Podcast. Yep, just like Laura Steele said, you can find social media nonsense from the Alex B. Podcast on uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram, and then according, and also TikTok. But I had a TikTok, but didn't want to bother her to like, hey, can you add TikTok onto that? So there you go. And of course, thanks for listening. If you're listening on many of the platforms that carried the podcast, uh, you know, Google and Apple and Paches, there's a bunch of them. So thanks for listening and tuning in. Mucho appreciated. St. Louis County, Missouri. All right, let's look at that. Last weekend, there was a woman accused of firing a shot at the Hollywood Casino last weekend, reportedly claimed it happened as a celebration of life. Prosecutors have charged Rosara Kelly, age 20, with one count of unlawful use of a weapon by shooting at a building in the investigation. According to court documents, she pulled her car into the main roundabout area in front of the Hollywood Casino in Maryland Heights, got out of the car, holding a pistol, and fired one shot at the building. At least one witness observed the shooting, which was also captured on surveillance video. Moments later, she entered the building and was arrested in the hotel lobby, um, but she said it was a celebration of life. Cop probably said you're full of shit. But here's another question. You know, from a continuity standpoint, would she have been able to get in a casino? She's only 20. You got to be 21 to be in a casino. So was she just chilling at the hotel? Was she, you know, I'd be really curious because then if you're like the gaming commission out there in Missouri, you're like, wait a minute. What could do this chick really think she was going to be able to get in? Was she staying at the hotel? You know, obviously it didn't get that far because she got arrested, but still. Could she have got in the casino with a pistol? Do they have metal detectors? There's so many unanswered questions when it comes to gaming. You know, I've been in a bit of a business. There's a lot of things that can go horribly wrong. There's a lot of things that slip through the cracks. And uh, who knows what she's going to get. I'm sure it's just going to be a slap on the wrist. She'll get the gun taken away, whatever. But again, what do I say? Lunacy. Complete lunacy. If you know me, you know that I'm a huge animal lover. I'm not like fanatical, you know, where I'm going to do protests and stuff like that. But it always bums me out when, you know, you're going to work or you're traveling, you're on the road or whatever, and you see a dog that's loose and you're like, yeah, maybe I can get him. But then you don't want him like, you know, running up to you because you don't, you know, obviously want the dog getting hit. It's it's just sad. If you can't take care of the do, re, do your research before you try to take a dog in. You know, to go through all this, the checks and balances of it. Don't say, ah, oh, you know, it's not working out because the dog didn't, the dog, the cat or whatever didn't ask for that. So when I see this, it just, it, it burns my, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It burns my ass because I'm, again, a huge animal lover. And when I, when I see these, these poor dogs, that, you know, they get loose or whatever, or the owners, you know, they get loose and the owner's like, ah, you know, that's what he does or that's what she does. And then there's like, they don't give a fuck. That's just, that bothers me. Here's something that tops the cake as far as animal goes. This blows me away, and I hope she gets the maximum fines, whatever they happen to be uh, in Pittsburgh. A woman abandoned her seven-year-old French bulldog in a Pittsburgh airport last Friday in a parking lot after being unable to bring it on a flight to her vacation destination, according to the Algeny Police Department. I hope I pronounced that right. I don't know. The unidentified woman was set. To, I hate what they go. The unidentified woman. No, put that bitch on blast. She left her dog like straight, like abandoned the dog at the airport. 
Don't unidentify her. Identify her. Okay. I need to calm down. My blood pressure is going to hit the fucking roof. The unidentified woman was set to board her flight at a Pittsburgh International Airport when flight staff told her she wouldn't be allowed uh, be allowed to without having a crate for the Frenchie. Now, everybody knows you got to try. Come on. You got to put the dog in a crate if you fly. I hate that's just really blowing my mind when people act completely stupid to what traveling on, on, on you know, in an airplane means. So. Desperate for a way out, the owner tried to convince airline staff to grant her a boarding pass for the pup as an emotional support pet, but to no avail. Well, maybe you should have had the fucking vest first, you know, get the vest off Amazon or some shit, put it on a dog. You might have got away with it. So instead of just canceling the flight, right, you know, maybe scheduling a later one or one, you know, whatever, so she can get get this dog situated. What does she do? She left the pet behind to enjoy some vacation time. It's unknown whether the owner got the initial got on the initial flight they intended to board with the French Bulldog or took another one the same day to their also unknown vacation destination. God, I hate that. I hate half-ass reporting from the New York Postman. Identifier. Uh, police learned of the situation when they found the French Bulldog, quote, unattended in a stroller around 5.30 in the morning near short-term parking at Pittsburgh International Airport when police located the dog Officers discovered that there was a chip in the Frenchie's neck that tracked down the owner. And again, why not identify the owner if you were able to track her down from the chip? So officers were able to locate a microchip on the animal, but attempts to reach the owner were unsuccessful, cops said. Well, if you would have put her shit on the Internet, trust me, there have been enough people. They had found her. They would looked her up. They would done people search or whatever. Uh, the investigation revealed that the owner then abandoned the dog near short-term parking and proceeded to board a flight. That's cold-fucking-blooded, man. That's cold-hearted. Nope. Uh, anyway, shortly after police encountered the pup, they contacted a Pennsylvania State dog warden to hand over the pet. From that point on, the warden confirmed the dog was safe and sound at an animal shelter called Animal Friends. Alongside a slew of charges the owner was given, they could also see a fine up to $1,000 for dog abandonment. Anyone convicted of abandoning or attempting to abandon a dog in the state of Pennsylvania can face a maximum fine of up to $1,000. Now, I have no idea what the penalties are or were in Indiana or what they're out here in the uh, uh, St. Louis, Illinois area, but I don't think they're strong enough. And I know a lot of people do this, and then it just pisses me off, too. We're like, well, it's just a dog. It's just an animal. Yeah, but they didn't, they didn't ask to get left at an airport. They didn't ask to be you know, let loose and forgotten about. Okay, they didn't ask to be turned back into the animal shelter because the irresponsible owner took on something they couldn't handle. That's where I just get, man, just bums me out, man. Big animal lover bums me out. At my age, I I have a tendency of not being able to follow the whole cancel culture thing. And do people really stick with it? Or is it like a secret club? If you get canceled, you know, there's enough people. I don't get it. But I guess Gen Z and I don't know. I don't know the age bracket. They like the white beater t-shirt, but they're canceling the name. So what does that mean? You can't call it a white I mean, obviously, for the reasons. So they canceled the term white beater along with blonde hair, skinny jeans, thumbs up emojis, and everything else. Gen Z has declared uncool. So, okay. Whoever woke up one day and decided, oh, yes, let's replace the white beater with the term. So now they're calling it the wife pleaser. <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, you can't call it the wife beater. You call it the wife pleaser. Stupid. 
again, I know you don't want to have the negative connotations, but yeah, the wife pleaser. It's fucking stupid. I <laughs> I just call it a tank top. I've. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, look at Kid Rock. He's wearing he's wearing a wife pleaser. <laughs> this next story should be a lesson. If you happen to go overseas to a foreign country and talk shit or smuggle stuff illegally, you know, you had the whole the, the women's uh, NBA player that had pot over there. Uh, you recently had somebody from our military that crossed over to North Korea. He's pretty much fucked. We're never going to see that guy again. Now, this is what you get for running your mouth. Okay, and just because the story starts off, this is off uh, insider.com, by the way, just because the headline starts off with, quote, Texas influencer detained in Dubai for months for shouting at a rental car company flies home after paying the thousand dollar for her travel ban to be lifted. See, you can't even shout in Dubai, which means those of you people that go to like, you know, rental car counters and go to like airports and decide you want to fucking pop off and your shits all over the Internet. Okay, she tried it in Dubai, chick by the name of Tierra Allen, and Dubai, they don't fuck around out there, man, at all. So basically, was it kind of like a ransom sort of? Yeah, but guess what? You're in their country, you're fucking up, you're going against whatever their policies, procedures, rules, laws are, whatever, and you had to pay a thousand bucks. So she was in Dubai for months. I don't know what the fuck she was doing there to make money, but she paid the money. It's unclear if criminal charges against her as well as a civil suit will be dismissed. Who gives a fuck, man? If I'm out of Dubai, you can have all the criminal charges you want, motherfucker. They're not going to extradite her back to Dubai. You know what I mean? But, you know, they're not going to say, hey, by the way, uh, we're looking for so-and-so because she shouted, we're going to ship her back to Dubai. No, that's not going to happen. So guess what? Criminal charges? I'd be like, all right, fuck you and your criminal charges. I ain't coming back anyway. It don't matter. All right, let's take a little trip over to Lebanon, Missouri. This is one of the ones, again, I'm not making it up. This was uh, courtesy of our friends at Fox 2 Now, across the river, across the water, in the loo. Lebanon, Missouri. A Lebanon man was arrested and charged with first and second degree burglary. According to a press release from the Laclede County Sheriff's Office, Lloyd Tabor, age 49, was arrested after he made forced entry into a garage located at the 26,000 block of Lakeshore Drive at 8.30 a.m. in the morning. Man, you're trying to rip motherfuckers off in the morning. People are waking up, getting ready for work, maybe sending their kids off to school, well, maybe not in August, and you're going to try to sit there and, and rob motherfuckers. So what did he do? He stole a bicycle clothes and personal items inside the garage at this address the victim interrupted the burglary and called 911 and then the guy fled the scene on a bike bicycle not a, like a motorcycle just before noon police managed to locate Tabor near grand lake circle the press release stated that a citizen near grand lake resident saw Tabor come out of the woods dressed in what the witness called a brown blanket the witness said Tabor was walking between houses and saw him take a chainsaw and Tabor was inside a shed. He was naked at the time of arrest. The blanket was actually a drop cloth stolen from the Lakeshore Drive burglary. The chainsaw he had belonged to the owner of the shed. The investigation is ongoing. Um, he was released at the expiration of the 24-hour probable cause hold. Now, they say he's on parole. 
His criminal history dates back to 1990. So this dude's, he's been around the block or two or three or four. But could you imagine, oh man, getting arrested naked and then you're going to get locked up with a bunch of dudes that probably ain't had none in a minute? Mm-mm. I don't know how that, I don't know how that pans out, nor do I want to know. But <laughs> there you go. Uh, trying to break in and steal stuff at 830 in the morning. Who knows? I got one more before we get out of here. And this one is one of those ones that'll make you scratch your head and then wonder, huh? Now, this one is purely crazy. A family is suing a Las Vegas funeral home that they say accidentally cremated the body of their daughter ahead of a planned open casket funeral. Could you imagine that? You because how do you what do you do? Lauren Chavez was shot dead and found along the body of her husband who died by suicide in September, according to the Clark County Coroner's Office. When Chavez's parents dropped off clothes in which her body was intended to be dressed for the funeral, workers at the Davis Funeral Home and Memorial Park said Chavez wasn't in the system. The parents left, but were called back later due to an emergency, the lawsuit claims, and were told their daughter has been cremated by mistake. So it's bad enough. You have a murder-suicide going on. And then they cremate your loved one. Christian Morris, the lawyer representing Chavez's family, said they were devastated and had been looking forward to seeing their daughter one more one, one more time. Mike Wolfong, the funeral home's general manager, confirmed the error had taken place and said his organization is doing everything we can to fix the issue, which led to the mistake. I don't. How do you fix that? What do you do? I mean, where's the? I I, I couldn't even begin. To think how devastating that was for the family, man. Fuck. What do they do? Just hand you like a jar? So here you go. All done. All right. That's going to wrap it up for the Alex B podcast. Uh, remember, uh, you know to look up uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, occasionally on TikTok. Uh, thanks for listening and all the other platforms that are out there. Podchaser, Google, Apple, whatever. Glad, Just glad you're there. I don't do commercials and all that kind of stuff because, again, you let somebody buy commercial time or sponsor your show, then they're going to try to tell you what to do. Everybody saw Wayne's World. You saw that one south. <laughs> Ain't nobody telling me what to do, okay? This is one of the one of the avenues that I have where my employer does not endorse or support anything I see on here. This is just moi, me, the Alex B. Podcast. I'm out. <laughs>